Now you are on the clock. Hey, everybody. It's Darren Armani from FantasyMojo.com. And we're back to do some more podcasts for the 2020 fantasy football season. We've been doing some drafts already, quite a few FFPC best ball drafts. Also, some of the best ball 10 drafts. We've done probably four of those so far. And just getting warmed up, shaking off the rust, getting a feel for player values. Of course, over on the website, posting draft boards and ADP for both FFPC and Best Ball 10s. And we're trying out right now the uh, the new Best Ball Slims format that the FFPC put out there. So that's a reduced uh, format, only 18 rounds without kickers and defenses. And that is quite a different feel when you draft one of those versus what you typically expect with the conventional 28-round best balls that they offer. So we're going to talk about that. And we also want to talk about kind of the narrative that's floating out there right now on Twitter that suggests that the, the rookies are overpriced and pushed up this year in best ball drafts, and that the, the awesome values that people were getting last year, such as you know, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, um, quite a few other receivers as well, that we're not going to be able to, to, to get those types of values this year. Um, so what we did was we actually took a look at the rookies that were drafted in 2019 and the rookies being drafted in 2020. And we took a sample size. What we did was took the, the first 32 drafts from last year and compared them side by side with the first 32 drafts from this year in the FFPC best ball drafts, so the 28 rounds where you're getting a lot of rookies um, coming out in those drafts. And what we found was that, yeah, in fact, uh, a lot of the, the high-end rookies are costing more in terms of draft capital relative to what they cost last year. But it does differ position by position when you're looking at those comparisons. So what we're going to do is kind of go through the skill positions here and tell you what our observations were um, for each set of data uh, across those positions. Now, what we did was we, we, we broke the 28-round draft into multiple segments consisting of four rounds. So we looked at the number of rookies drafted in rounds one through four, then five through eight, uh, then nine through 12, et cetera, all the way down to the end of the, the 28th round. And we basically counted up the number of rookies being drafted within each of those segments and seeing where, you know, was there a concentration of players being drafted within those segments or was it evenly distributed? How did that differ between 2019 
in 2020. So overall, slightly more rookies were actually drafted in the best ball drafts in 2019 versus 2020 from what we're seeing. So there's there's an average of about 30.5 rookies drafted in the 2019 uh, 28-round FFPC best balls versus in 2020, we're seeing slightly lower amount. There's about 29 rookies being drafted so far in each of these drafts. And all this, all these drafts were basically in early February, um, some in January. So this is also timely because now the combine is happening and, you know, there's going to be some hype coming out of there. There's going to be some more shuffling of rookies um, as to where they're going within the best ball drafts um, over the next week, I suspect. So looking at the quarterbacks, there's basically one main guy last year and this year that people were targeting as the first rookie quarterback. So last year it was Kyler Murray. In 2020, it's it's Joe Burrow. And last year, people weren't drafting Kyler Murray typically until you got to about the, the 13th round and, and then on from there. So that's a little bit different than this year. Burrow is being drafted a little more heavily um, starting in the ninth round. So that the premier player at the position, and actually this goes for all the positions we're finding, are being drafted earlier than the rest of the rookies at that position relative to where they were drafted last year. So we've got Joe Burrow going off the board much earlier this year than Kyler Murray was going off the board last year. Um, Beyond that top pick, though, it's pretty similar for the secondary guys. So you had Haskins and Locke in 2019, and you got Herbert and uh, and Tua in 2020. Those guys are pretty generally spread out between rounds 13 and 28. So it's just the the initial um, drafting of Joe Burrow that seems to be ahead of where people were drafting Kyler Murray last year, which, you know, given the hype that Kyler Murray had last year, it was, it was pretty significant. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see that Joe Burrow is actually being drafted earlier than Kyler Murray was last year. So that's, uh, that was pretty interesting to note. Um, as far as the running backs go, we're seeing the same thing. The top running backs are definitely going earlier in 2020 than they were in 2019. So 40% of the 2020 rookie running backs selected are going in round eight or earlier here in 2020. In 2019, less than 20% of them went that early. So that's almost twice the velocity of um, premier rookie running backs going off the board in those first eight rounds. And it was also rare that a rookie running back got selected by round four in 2019. Josh Jacobs snuck into that round a couple of times, um, and Daryl Henderson once from the data we saw. But conversely, in 2020, the majority of the DeAndre Swift shares are gone by round four. And a healthy portion of Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins shares are inside the first four rounds as well, um, going in the third and fourth round typically. So... You're seeing, again, the premier rookies at a position are pushed up 
into the drafts earlier than they were in 2019. And if you want to see exactly where these guys are going, um, head over to fantasymojo.com and look at our ADP charts. And when you look at the ADP chart, you can click on a player's name and it'll bring up a scatter plot diagram that shows exactly where a particular player was drafted in every draft. So you'll see, you know, um, Taylor and Swift. Most of those selections are within the first four rounds, but that's a good visual. So if you want, if you want more detail, I would recommend you go over there and check those out. Um, so the rookie running backs are being selected very top heavy in 2020. After the big three, though, there's a bit of a drought in the middle parts of the draft before it picks back up pretty heavily with the remaining 33% of the rookie backs being selected in the last eight rounds, rounds 21 through 28. So in 2020, you're seeing a heavy selection at the beginning of the draft and a heavy selection at the end of the draft. In between, it's a little bit light. Um, this is much different than what we saw in 2019. In 2019, it was a very even and constant distribution of rookie running backs being selected across the draft once they started to go off the board um, after the fourth round. So in total, though, the rookie running back pool seems to be deeper in 2019. Um, on an average, 14 running backs were taken in each 28-round best ball draft last year. That's down to about 10 rookie running backs being selected in the 2020 drafts. So in other words, what drafters are telling us is that they're not as impressed with the rookie running back crop in 2020 as they were in 2019 because you have four fewer running backs being selected um, in total over the course of these early best ball drafts. Now for wide receivers, it's a little bit of a different story. So while 2020 has a lower percentage of rookie running backs being selected in drafts, the opposite is true for the wide receivers. Overall, in these best ball drafts, there are more rookie wideouts being taken in 2020 than there were in 2019. So we saw about 11 rookie wide receivers going in um, these 2020 drafts so far, as opposed to just nine on average in the 2019 FFPC best ball drafts. Also, the selection of the rookies in 2020 for the wide receivers is happening earlier. It's the same story. The premier players at the position for rookies are getting drafted earlier in the draft than they were in 2019. Only about 4% of the top receivers went inside the top 12 rounds in 2019 of these rookies. And that consisted primarily of DK Metcalf and Nikhil Harry. In 2020, we've got 18% of the rookie wide receivers being drafted inside the top 12 rounds. Most of those consist of Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb picks, but they're almost always gone by round 12. So in 2019, you were just starting to see those guys getting picked by round 12. In 2020, those shares of the top two guys are almost completely gone. So we're definitely seeing more demand for those top receivers than we did in 2019 where Harry and Metcalf picks were mostly made after round 12. One thing that is similar, though, about 2019 and 2020 is about 30% of the rookie wideouts are being selected in the final four rounds of the drafts. That's the same in both 2019 and 2020. So people are taking shots on kind of the, the lower end wide receivers um, in the rookie class, you know, throwing darts and taking some swings 
just trying to, to land some value, kind of like last year. You know, McLaurin wasn't even being drafted in a lot of drafts, and, um, you know, that's about where uh, there's, there's a few other uh, wide receivers that were getting um, picked up really late that paid off. Darius Slayton wasn't even getting drafted, I think, until March. So there is value to be had at the end of the drafts. Um, if you've got, uh, you know, if you've got a good dynasty knowledge and you, you have uh, a handle on the rookies coming out, there's still a lot of players that you're going to be able to get that are probably going to pay huge dividends. So this year we got guys like Brandon Ayuk, KJ Hamler, um, Michael Pittman Jr., Tyler Johnson, and they're typically going in those final four rounds of the, the 2020 FFPC best ball dress. If you're playing best ball tens, a lot of times these guys aren't getting selected at all. And if you don't play FFPC and you play primarily best ball tens, do yourself a favor. Take a look at the ADP charts for the FFPC best ball leagues because you're going to see a larger pool of players being taken there that may give you some um, some ideas of you know other players that you might be able to take um, in the best ball tens. Best ball tens, to me, they're very routine and they get very robotic because the roster construction is is not as dynamic as what you have in the FFPC. FFPC, you got two running backs, uh, start two wide receivers, one tight end, and two flexes. Conversely, with the the best ball tens, it's it's always two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end. So those drafts tend to have a more similar feel draft to draft than the FFPC drafts. Those those are like the Wild West. You never know what to expect when you're drafting an FFPC league. So um, something to keep in mind. So if you're playing best ball teams, go take a look at the, the FFPC ADP charts and, and look at these other um, rookie running backs and receivers. Now, when you get to the tight ends, 2020 is very different than 2019. Because in 2019, it was basically a two-man market with Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson. People were really hitting those guys hard. Um, all the shares of those guys were typically gone between the 13th and the 16th rounds in the uh, 2019 FFPC baseball dress. You had a little bit of Irv Smith action happening a little bit later. But in 2019, 60% of the rookie tight ends were picked before the 20th round. In 2020, people are really waiting late. Um, 90% of the rookie tight end picks are happening after the 20th round. So it's not really an impressive tight end class. Um, the four that seem to be most, most notable are Adam Trotman, Bryson Hopkins, Cole Komet, and Hunter Bryant. But no one is really reaching for any of these guys. It's a pretty lean tight end crop, and people are just basically grabbing them as flyers um, towards the end of the draft. So overall, when you look at it top to bottom and you look at the, the rookies as a whole, you have to say that, yeah, the top rookies are being drafted earlier this, this year than the top rookies were last year. But at least as far as the wide receivers go, it's a, it's a deeper pool of wideouts um, that you can pick from if you're waiting until after the most hyped players have been selected. There's still value out there, but if you want the cream of the crop across any of these positions in 2020, you're likely overpaying slightly than you uh, in comparison to what you paid in 2019. So again, these values are likely going to change now with the combine in progress. But um, for the most part, the, the overall trends 
should stay the same. You're, you're paying more for the premier guys this year as opposed to last year. Um, so that's pretty much all we have on the, uh, the rookie analysis. The other thing we want to talk about are the new FFPC best ball slim leagues, which are a reduced version of the 28 round best ball leagues. These actually have 10 less picks per draft than the, the, the full blown version of the best ball. So there's no kickers and no defenses. And they even trimmed it down a little bit further to just 18 roster spots. So basically what you had is that draft uh, contest format with 18 picks that, you know, people really seem to like. Um, you can knock out drafts pretty quick and they had fast timers. And I think that is sort of the direction that they're heading with uh, these best ball slim leagues. So they've been out there about a week. Only a few of them have filled. We, Of course, I jumped in the first one that they had. Um, and the names of the teams that the owners picked in this first slim league is pretty funny. So I went with Skinny Pete. There's another team called Slim John. Another team's called Real Slim Shady. You got Slimmy, and then you got Slim Ramon 35. So people are sort of embracing the, the slim theme. And having fun with this first draft. But I got to tell you, when you're drafting an FFPC best ball, it's, it's like muscle memory at this point if you draft a lot of them. And I'm in there and I, I really want to like, I, you know, you feel compelled to draft four or five tight ends. Um, and you're thinking, you're still thinking kickers and defenses, but it's, it's hard to shake that. And it's got more of a, a best ball 10 feel to it, to be honest, where you have to realize you've only got 18 roster spots. So you're going to have to dial it down with, um, you know, with, with, with the overloading of, of certain positions. Um, we're in the 13th round of this first slim league that I'm in. And the team drafting next to me has drafted four quarterbacks already, which is, I'm kind of shaking my head at that. I don't think that's what you want to do. Um, spending four of your positions out of 18 on quarterbacks, but we'll see how it shakes out. You know, it's the first draft uh, of this format. So we're going to have a separate ADP section for these drafts. Um, we've already got a separate section up on our draft boards. Um, for these drafts. So if you want to go up to the site and you can see the, the, um, this, the slim down version of, of the best ball drafts, but it, it's still neat. Um, I think what may happen is, you know, there's speculation that they're going to be offering a tournament, um, later this year. And this is going to be the format that that's, that's going to be in, um, you know, Quicker drafting, less rounds, and people can, you know, the, the nice thing about draft was people could draft them over and over again and do it quickly. And you can't really do that right now with a 28-round FFPC best ball draft. So it's, it is what it's called. It's slim. It's, it's lighter and it's, it's faster. Um, so I would recommend, you know, to hop into one of these and, and just try it out. Uh, get a feel for these. It's 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 a different animal 
altogether. Um, so we're at the 13th. We got five more rounds. I think what's going to end up happening is there will be less rookies selected. So it's kind of uh, piggyback off of the, the first conversation that we had in this podcast. Um, personally, I haven't drafted a rookie yet. I am going heavy on position or the, the skill positions right now. I've got just one quarterback, four running backs, and six receivers, two tight ends. I'm pretty happy with the team so far. Um, we'll see how it shakes out in the end. So we've only got, I've only got uh, five more picks to make. Um, so, but that's pretty much it for this first podcast. We just want to get this one out there and, you know, we'll be discussing other um, topics as they come up. Uh, probably a lot of shakeout is going to happen uh, as this combine progresses, kind of like last year you had DK Metcalf causing a stir um, and kind of bumping up his value. And I suspect there'll, there'll be some other standouts from this combine as well. And we're going to see some player movement. Um, so, but in the meantime, get over to fantasymojo.com. Even if you're not drafting, take a look at the ADP charts. Get up to speed on where players are going this year. Um, get a feel for the values. Take a look at some of the draft boards. And uh, we still do have, you know, there's plenty of subscriber-only content. Um, all the ADP boards are free. We usually lock those down in mid-March. So um, you got a few more weeks to, to check them out. And then we, we lock it down as the uh, the drafting really starts to, to pick up as we get closer towards the, the NFL draft. And we've got just one other thing to announce that I think is going to excite a lot of people this year. So in previous years, we haven't been allowed to put out ADP for the Football Guys Players Championship or the FFPC Main Event Leagues. But this year, that's going to change. We will have ADP available and the draft boards for both of those competitions. So that's pretty big news because in years prior, that has been locked down and People haven't been able to, to access that data without trolling on Twitter and, and, and looking at screenshots and whatnot. And then we had to hide the names and, and all that jazz. But uh, I think that's pretty big news. Um, and I think a lot more people will be um, getting into the early leagues um, of those tournaments um, because that data is going to be available. And then we hope to have a tournament for the best ball um, leagues as well. Um, when that happens, we're not sure. If it happens, we're not sure. I suspect it will happen. Um, but, you know, they don't usually rush these things. They make sure that the tech is ready um, to support these contests before they launch. So we'll look forward to that possibly as well. So that is going to do it, and we will talk to you guys later.